I'm Am, who you with, Kirk Dog. Want to welcome you to the show. Hope y'all enjoyed the show last night. Um, and you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, you can also live chat with us during the show. Um, I will uh, read it, read your uh, comments and uh, display them on the stream and answer them if I can. Um, so definitely, um, let's get the show started. Normally, we come on Monday night at 8 p.m., but due to the fact we're in revival this week and Bishop Rudolph McKenzie will be preaching tonight, and I know my church members, they won't be watching the show. They'll be watching him, so... Um, and I will be doing the same thing. So, um, uh, today we're going to talk about, um, the police, uh, sergeant in, uh, Juliet, Illinois, who, um, who actually blew the whistle on the death of Eric Laura, um, as the guy that was seen on video, where the policeman held his nose for a minute and 38 seconds. And he eventually died in police custody. Well, that sergeant actually have um, lost all his, uh, lost his badge behind him. We need more good officers like that, that is not afraid to stand up to what's wrong. He lived by the badge to protect and serve the community. And now we need to stand behind him. They are protesting around the police department um, for Eric Lolo and also for their um, Javier, Sergeant Javier Esquadra. He's a 27-year veteran but because he did the right thing. And they took his badge, his gun, basically not everything that he worked hard for. How do you feel about it? I, me personally, I think he was right. He should have taken a stand. He seen what was going on. And we need more good police officers to take a stand on this. Now, I seen an interview he did and the reporter asked him, do you think they're going to come after you? He gave one of the best answers he could have gave. He said, I don't fear man. There's only one person I do fear, and that's God. So, I don't know about y'all how you feel about it, but hey, he shouldn't lose his job for doing the right thing. When you see police abusing folks and pretty much killed this guy, because if you hold someone nose for a minute and 38 seconds, you're contributing to their death. Now, they the autopsy came back. Uh, it was accident, accidental uh, overdose. 
Yeah, he may have drugs in his body. He may try to swallow drugs, whatever the case was. But by holding his nose for a minute and 38 seconds didn't help the cause. Slapping him in the face. But hey, I'm going to keep an eye on this story because that officer should not have lost his job because of it. That's my opinion. Let me know how you feel about it. Then I seen a story by Gina Thomas. That name probably don't ring a bell. But that's uh, Clarence Thomas' wife. And um, she got upset. Because a low small town, Clifton, Virginia, had put a uh, welcome to Clifton, Virginia, welcome to Clifton, where Black Lives Matter. And she got a little upset about it, sent him an email demanding that he remove that sign, that sign down, that banner down. And the low town is predominantly white. So she got upset because of it, but at the same time, it kind of make me wonder. You get upset because the sign is up. And it's been rumored quite a bit. Your husband never really um, looked at certain cases when it dealt with black folks. He always went against them. So I don't know. Miss Thomas, uh, you might want to sit on the sideline because it sounds like you uh, may be part of the problem. And I'm a, she don't look like me. So, and looking at the picture of the two of them, she looked like she's standing about almost two feet taller than him. And he looked like he was scared in the picture. I'm just saying. Um, that's that's a nice sized woman. You look like she about six feet. You look like you're about five eight. So, but hey, Miss Thomas, please, that's not the time to give your opinion. I never heard of you until now, and unfortunately, when people talk about Black Lives Matter and that's when people start coming out the woodworks they want to come out and speak against it instead of taking the time to learn more about the cause it just sounds like you part of the problem but hey that's my opinion of it so let me know how you feel about it you can chat with us live. Uh, we are live on Periscope, Twitter, uh, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can chat from either one of those platforms. I will answer your question live on the air. Or if you want to talk about something else, uh, put it in the chat. We can discuss it. We can talk about it. Uh, definitely let me know how you feel.
Also, um, in Chicago over the weekend, 60 people shot. And there was at least three teenagers shot, 14, 15, and 17-year-old. And nine people died in Chicago. I read one of the stories. I, I believe they was having a memorial service for someone who passed away two years ago at a local park. And someone got upset about something and started to shoot into the crowd. And um, one young lady lost her life at that particular park. And then about 30 minutes later, I believe it said it was another shooting at another park or something. People, we're still in a pandemic. I know at one point Chicago was a hot spot, but it have changed. Now it's Florida, Texas, and California, I believe, that it's the hot spots. And we still need to protect ourselves, still need to social distance. Regardless of what you hear on the news, we definitely need to pay attention to this situation and try to protect ourselves. If you have to go out, wear a mask. We, I say this all the time. Look, some people think the pandemic is a joke. It's not. It's not. The life that you save may be your own, may be your spouse, your kids, your grandparents, your, your parents. Whoever, please be safe. Speaking of that, um, Florida recorded 15,300 new cases of coronavirus yesterday. A one-day total. And they still want to open up the amusement parks, the beaches, and all of this. I don't understand why, for the simple fact, your numbers keep going up, but you want to open up uh, the amusement park for travelers can come in and and enjoy your park, and it just sounds like that money is more important than than lives. So definitely. Um, be mindful, be mindful. We ask the people, we have a, we have a responsibility because even though they're opening these things up, yeah, we may want to go, but unfortunately we have to make that decision not to go. And it's July. By now, my wife and I probably would have been on uh, two trips again, ready to go on another trip. But unfortunately, due to COVID-19, we have no interest in going on a trip, even if it's a driving trip. We don't know if, if the place that we're going to stay, if it's safe. We don't know that. Uh, we would love to go visit my in-laws. But 
unfortunately, they had a high risk. So we won't take that chance. We don't want to put them at harm's way. And not only that, I'm unable to go see my own mother who is in town because she's at a high risk. So I wouldn't go on a trip or go visit someone not doing this time. Um, So my whole thing is, please take this pandemic serious, this coronavirus um, this is not a game. It's not. It's not a game. Um, it's very serious. And please, no matter what city or state you're in, stop the violence. Stop the violence. This is the time when people should be coming together and try to help one another. Because a lot of people are out of work. A lot of people uh, are struggling right now, trying to keep food on the table. So definitely, if you if you see someone pass by somebody at the grocery store, or if you out walking, getting your exercise on, or whatever, make a point to just speak, wave at them. When I'm out riding my bike and I see people, even if they're on the other side of the street, I make eye contact, I throw a hand up, wave at them, keep on rolling. So this is the time we need to come together as people, regardless of what our leaders say, um, the ones that don't feel like it's a a, uh, racial issue, issue going on in the world the ones that praise uh, people that does violent things. Um, so let's let's get together, come together as a community. And also in your community, let's help police our community because you have to live there. And if all the crimes are going on in your community, when you get ready to sell your home, it's not going to get the market value if the crimes are, are high. So if you see something, say something. Over the last week or two, a couple of um, recreation center here in Dallas have been destroyed. And I'm sure somebody knows who doing it. Need to tell them. Need to let them know who doing it because that's going to cause your tax dollars to rise because our tax dollars pay for it in the first place. So all these repairs they having to do it's going to cost more more money. So when you wonder why your taxes going up or your insurance going up on your own, on your cars, stuff like that, it's because the crime in the area. So definitely, if you see something, say something. Take a stand. 
take a stand. It's a way you could do it without um, causing problems. But you know the people in the neighborhood. You can say something to them and they overreact. Well, don't approach them. Go another way. Um, call a tip line or something. Report it. Okay. I know the code. Some people may say, but that's snitching. No. When it's causing problems in your neighborhood, that's not snitching. That's solving the problem. Because if you don't if you don't say anything, it's like you're part of the problem. So definitely speak up. Say something. Say something. And let's get these folks that is um that is causing these problems out the neighborhood. And unfortunately, during this time, the ones that have been damaging the recreation center, they may not even be from the neighborhood because there's so much hate going on. And it started from the top, talking about with Trump. So much hate going on. People are doing stuff to blame other folks. That's the reason why some people think Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. No, it's not. Do your research on them. No, it's not. Black Lives Matter was born because of the killing of unarmed black and brown men. So it's definitely not a terrorist group. Unlike um, uh, what Larry McDougal feel like, that's the one that we talked about last night on the show. The president of the uh, Bar Association of Texas, he feel like uh, 2015, he made a comment on a blog that said Black Lives Terrorist was a terrorist group. No, it's not. And please, if you follow me on Facebook, sign the petition. It only take two minutes. Let's get him out of office. He need to go because he's the president, the elected president of the State Bar Association of Texas. And he's making comments like that. And then he wants to apologize. Five years later, he wants to apologize. Too late. You said what you said and you meant what you said. So definitely sign the petition. Let's get him removed from office. He need to go. He don't need to be in that position. So let's let's help him pack up and move out. That's my opinion on what's going on today. Um, even here in in Dallas, um, we just hit our tenth day. Over a thousand new cases for the last ten days. That's a lot, and we also have, I believe, the state of Texas have had a, a thousand death in the last seven days. A thousand death in the last seven days. That's 
One death is too many, but a thousand? Can you imagine how many uh, family members that is grieving right now, having to deal with the death of their loved ones? And unfortunately, if they're in the hospital, they died alone. They body self. They may be able to FaceTime them. And we're talking about just in Texas alone. I'm not talking about any other states. As for these numbers, a thousand death just in Texas alone in the last seven days. So that's a lot. That's a lot. So we as people, we need to take a stand, do do what we need to do. And the best thing we can do is protect ourselves. If you have to go out, wear a mask. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. I know it is. Sometimes if you don't have it fit right, and if you wear glasses like myself, the glass is going to fog up. I understand. But I prefer to have fog glasses instead of a, a closed casket. So definitely um, wear your mask, wash your hands, use sanitizer. Um, whatever you have to do to protect you and your family. And for the ones that didn't hear it last night, yes. Uh, Trump, he actually wore a mask yesterday. I don't know what he was looking at, but he said he actually looked good in one. That's his opinion. But, hey, um, he should have been wearing one all along. I think if he would have came out when all this started, if he came out and, and told everyone to wear a mask, protect themselves, Instead of going against what the doctors were saying, I don't think our numbers would be as high as they are. So that's just poor leadership. That's all that is, just poor leadership. Um, Because he could have easily came out and said, hey, we all need to wear a mask. Instead, he said, I would never wear a mask. So I'm I'm hoping he will come out now since he been pictured wearing one, which I feel like he been wearing one all along. Um, that's what I feel about it. Um, he been wearing a mask the full time and um, but he would never uh, um he would never come out and say he'd have. But I'm just like, hey, as a leader, you need to lead your people the right way. And when you have people that that follow your every move, even though you're telling them wrong, he need to come out and give a statement and say, hey, we all need to wear a mask, all of us. But I'm not going to hold my breath because he probably will never come out and say that. He'll say something different than what someone wrote for him. So 
definitely um, protect yourself. Protect yourself. And hopefully, um, the carers of the world will um, stop going to grocery stores and wear a mask to get in there and then pull it off and just wait for someone to say something to them about it and then they make a bit scene then they're on the video and then they upset because somebody videotaping trying to make a get a 30 second uh, fame it's not worth it just wear a mask if you have a medical condition um there's service out there where you don't have to leave the house they could deliver groceries, medicine, whatever you need to you now. So, um, so definitely wear, wear a mask, protect yourself, protect your family. And we're going to get through this. And once we get to the other side, it's going to be great. Um, I know as for, um, Texas, we have a runoff election coming up um, tomorrow. So definitely, if you didn't get a chance to vote in the um, um, early voting, definitely go out and vote tomorrow. Go out and vote and make your voice heard. Um, I voted the first week um Early voting started. My wife and I both voted. And come November, I don't care. If I have to wait in line all day just to vote, I'm voting. Voting is very important. Um, I don't know if it's other states that are still registering people to vote for November. But check vote.org. Uh, check your status. Even if you can't vote in this election, at least register for you can vote in the in the ones coming after that. Because a lot of people just want to vote for the president election, which is important. But also your local voting is important also. For the simple fact, that's where your laws are made. And you have to vote local to make things happen. So um, definitely check your status, see if you're able to vote. I say all the time, even if you are a felon and you have done your time, you're not on probation, um, you paid all your dues, check vote.org. They have it set up where you can actually See if whatever state you're in, they have it on their website. They can find out if you're able to register to vote and get your voting rights back. So check vote.org. And if you're able to get your voting rights back, register to vote and vote. It's very important. Voting is very important. I have family members, friends, uh, not that many of them. Because the ones talking about voting, my voice ain't heard, it don't count, and all of that. I'm like, no, it do count. It do. You just need to continue to vote whoever is best for you in your household. I can't tell you who to vote for, but 
you have to do your research and vote for who you feel that is right for you. Also, um, um, get tested for COVID-19. Definitely get tested. Um, there's a lot of places. I know in Dallas, there's a lot of locations in Dallas that are doing free testing. Um, go out and get tested. If you've been out, even if you've been around friends that you know and you know they ain't been around nobody so-called, still get tested. Because you may not know if you have it or if they have it and they don't have no signs of it. So definitely get tested. Get tested is important just to make sure. I know here in Dallas, um, uh, Friendship West Baptist Church with Pastor Frederick D. Haynes III, um, they're doing testing every um, Thursday for the month of July. Every Thursday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And it's free. Just uh, pull up and they'll give you the forms, fill them out. And the testing is it's a quick process uh, once you get ready to test. Um, and they do the, um, I believe they're still doing the antibody test also. So you get both of them. And when I did it, I, I actually got both tests done. So definitely uh, take advantage of that. Yeah. Also, um, someone texted me last night and said that uh, the city the city of Grand Prairie do testing for free for residents. And also if um if you work in Grand Perry, you could get tested for free in Grand Perry. I wanna say it's on Tuesdays and Thursday. Um so definitely if you are in Dallas, Grand Perry, um I know Arlington they have test sites going on. I don't know about the area, but go to your uh, local health department website or pull up a COVID-19 testing site, Google it, and find out which one is closest to you. Yeah, you may have to wait to get the test done. It's better to wait for that instead of um, you waiting and praying and hoping that you get out in the hospital from it. So definitely get it done. I know a couple of people who are close to me actually have caught me COVID-19. And talking with them, it's, it's not good. It's not good. Um, one of them, I believe he did recover. Uh, last time I talked to him, he said he was on his last day of quarantine. And another person, um, she have to get two negative tests before she's cleared. 
and she had just taken one of them. So, um, so definitely, um, get tested. I read, I told you a couple of weeks ago about another young lady here in town that, um, decided to go to a bar with her friends. They've been on lockdown for a while. Well, when Greg Abbott decided to open the bars up, her and her friends went to the bar and get a little uh, cocktail. And after she left the bar, I think the article said a day or two later, she wasn't feeling good, got tested, and she came back positive. And she was saying in this story that every time she took a breath, it felt like glass was cutting her lungs. So, please, get tested. And last I heard, last week I think I reported an update where she said she's still testing positive. And they've been a month. So definitely get tested. Um, regardless of some of the videos you see, some people, they might do a video and um, try to make it like it's bad just to get some laughs or whatever. It is really not that bad. It's uncomfortable, but hey, it's worth it. I don't mind being uncomfortable for a minute or two. Uh, just to make sure I don't have something that could eventually kill me. So, yeah, the nose swab is a little bit hard. I don't like needles. So when they drew my blood, I told the lady, I said, look, I might faint. And the woman said, don't worry. I'll put some water on you, wake you back up. So. I don't like needles, and but it wasn't bad because she was able to get it on the first stick, and I didn't even feel it. I'm like, every time they need to draw blood, I need for you to do it because I hate being stuck more than one time. Or they get in there and have to try to dig. I have small veins. Um, that's the term they use for big people. You have small veins, so, but like I said, uh, definitely get tested. This is not a game. It's not a joke. Uh, regardless of what you may hear on the news saying that it's getting better. No, it's not. Numbers don't lie. How can you tell me it's getting better and the numbers keep rising? Just because we didn't have that many deaths that day doesn't mean it's getting better. We're still having over a thousand new cases a day. And you're talking about it's getting better. I'm like, no. That's just like when Greg Abbott decided to open up the state of Texas. He's talking about it's getting better. No, it's not. Our number's going up. It's going up every day. But he said, they were getting better. No, they're not getting better. But now here's the outcome. 
And like I said on past shows, he's going to come up with a way where they're going to shut Texas down again. But it's not going to be his call. He's going to put it in somebody else's hands to do it. Because he don't want he don't want people to feel he's shutting them down. Just like when he had to shut the bars back down. He said, um, um, well, y'all could do a peaceful protest and remain open. And some people done that, but they also lost their license, their liquor license for 30 days. And he's telling people do a peaceful protest and remain open. Well, if you sign an, an executive order, stick to it. We know we know how you how you do it um, because a couple of months ago, when when the salon owner didn't follow the order, you changed your order to benefit her. But when the two young ladies was arrested in uh, Laredo, before that, they went to jail. Went to jail, got a fine. So I'm like, it depends on who who he's trying to serve. You got to be for everybody. Don't just be for one particular race. No, be for everybody. Be, you are in leadership. Lead the right way. Don't just get in and say, oh, I'm only going to support my voters. Because you feel like the ones that don't support you won't vote. And in the past, a, a lot of non-supporting didn't vote. But it's a different time now. It's a different time. I feel like um, Texas is going to have a a huge numbers of voters to show up. If you're able to vote come November, early voting, definitely do it. Definitely do it. And on election day, if you already voted, Support the ones standing out there in the long lines. What I'm planning on doing is I'm going to go fill my cooler up with some ice water and go and get some low energy snacks. Um, one of the trail mint snacks where people can have a low snack while they're out there and also serve them water. For the simple fact, need to encourage them. It's okay. It's a long line, but I'm here. Here's some water. Here's a small snack. And encouraging them to to wait it out. And you out there cheering them on as they're voting. That's what we need to do come November. Come November, that's what we need to do because we know the games that they're going to try to play. Um, seeing where in Georgia they shut down all the polling places and had 
and a thousand of people in line trying to vote in the midterm and then uh um they had uh problems with the voting machine so and and some people probably did get frustrated and left because it's a thousand people in front of you and you're like man that's gonna be all day it's going to be the wee-wee hours of the night. Some people may have to go to work or whatever. That's why early voting is important. Definitely early vote. Get out and early vote. You can chat with us live on on the uh, show. I will read the chat, put it up on the monitor. And also, I didn't hit on this last night either. It just came to me. How about Trump committing Roger Stone? Yeah. I'm I can say a lot of things about it. I can say a lot about it. But that's um that's the good boy system. That's all it is. Good boy system. I I have the power. I'm in this position. You go ahead and 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 go to jail for your sentence, but don't open your mouth about what the truth feels about what we really discuss about the things we've done. You know the homeboy code. <laughs> don't worry about. Uh, you don't say nothing. I won't say nothing. You stretch my back. I stretch yours. And I get you out. I got you. He was sentenced to what forty months in jail. And then here come Trump. Hey, I got you in community. So, and I've seen some um, um, some people speak out about it. Um, they like that's that's crazy. Everybody who's close to him don't do jail time. But then you have, I know I'm black men, black and brown men and women, uh, getting shot down in the street and they're unarmed. What type of example are you? Are you setting? Because here it is. You're getting folks who've been convicted of crimes out of jail you're getting them out of jail and it's like wow here it is some judges that's why local, local election is important because here it is you can have a a black man and a white man commit the same crime who you think gonna get more time? It been a proven fact where um, a white man may get probation, say for stealing a car, and sending them on a police chase, may get probation. A black man, same thing. 
but he might get 20, 25 years in jail for it. Same crime, same judge. So that's why your local election is very important because we need equal justice for everybody straight across the board. And we have to make a difference. The best way we could do it is by voting, protesting, peaceful protesting, and take a stand. Take a stand for what you believe in. And right now is the best time to do it because they are listening. They're listening to everything that is going on. They're watching. When they see people out protesting, they're paying attention. But they didn't expect it to go on this long. They didn't expect it to last as long as it did. And we need to keep encouraging the young folks that are out there protesting. need to encourage them to keep the movement going. Keep doing it. Make sure it's peaceful, but keep doing it. And if it's someone out in the group that is causing problem, ask them to leave. Because they're making the whole movement look bad. So that's what I'm that's what's on my mind today. Um let me know what's going on with you. No, we haven't did a date a day show in a while. Um we've been mostly doing it at night. But I heard from a couple of listeners say, Hey, why you don't do day shows? I was listening during the day, but unfortunately at night is I go to sleep early, which I understand. I normally go to sleep early, so 8 o'clock at night, kind of rough on me too, but I'm going to try to do more day shows. I did it this week because we're in revival this week, and wonty, wonty, wonty. I want to hear Bishop Rudolph McKenzie when he preached tonight, and also the other preachers on the panel, unfortunately. I don't have the names in front of me, but definitely tune in tonight at 7 p.m. Um, you can watch it on Facebook and YouTube, uh, Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas. Um, definitely watch the uh, revival tonight. Uh, Bishop Rudolph McKenzie will be coming live from Florida um, from his home. Uh, stay from his own church so definitely watch it and let's let's make a difference in everything that we do from this day forward Um, excuse me but other than that I'm just trying to excuse me just trying to make a difference in what all I do in the world if I can um say something that can help someone bring knowledge to what's going on in the world because I get I receive a lot of um, 
messages where about cases that is going on that haven't hit the news yet. Kind of like um, the president of um, uh, the State Bar Association here in Texas, Larry McDougal. Um, I didn't hear about it. I was just so happy on YouTube fooling around seeing this video and I started doing my research about it. But that came out in 2015. It's on my page. So definitely read the whole article. I did put a snapshot of the comment he made about Black Lives Matter being a terrorist group, which is not true. Uh, he also talked about in that article where um, they ordered their members to uh, kill police officers, which is not true. So, Larry McDougal, please step down. Please step down. That's the best thing you could do. And I also put the change.org on my page. So definitely uh, sign it. Sign the uh, petition. Let's get him removed out of, out of office. He shouldn't be the president of the State Bar Association here in Texas with that type of mindset. If like, I don't know. He's now he also have a private practice, which is fine. Um, but I would hate for him to represent a black client and he have that type of mindset. Not just the black client, but also um a um um a black or brown client. They come in and they support Black Lives Matter and he decide not to uh, what he represented but he decided to try to get them to take a plea deal even though they innocent of whatever crime it is. I don't know what type of law he practiced because at this point I just want him removed from that president position because here in Texas, we have a lot of black and brown skin um, attorneys, and he definitely need to be removed out of it. And that's my opinion. And I'm sure a lot of attorneys probably feel the same way. As a matter of fact, um, I believe the person that did the change.org petition is an attorney himself. So, um, we have to take a stand. We have to expose people that is like that, that is in public figure. And let's, let's make a difference, get them out of office and get them out of that position and put somebody who is going to be fair to everyone, to everyone. So, but other than that, um, I appreciate y'all for listening in today. Just doing a little midday um, check-in. Um, I know California is, is morning there, so welcome the California listeners. And um, 
other than that, you could catch us normally on Mondays and Thursday, 8 p.m. Uh, next Monday, we will have, um, I'm going to get it confirmed. I'll let you know for sure Thursday. But I believe Miss Kim Cave will be back on the show next Monday um, at 8 p.m. And we will still be dealing with um, mental illness. Uh, counseling advice and also um, don't forget if you are working go to your HR ask about the EAP insurance um, employee assistant program which is um, it can you can actually get counseling for free and your employer you may say oh we don't have that program they do so Look at, check with your employer and um, look into the EAP. And during this time, we all need to take counseling. You may have family drama going on, may have uh, issues dealing with, with your kids, whatever it may be. And the thing is, your entire household can take counseling. So if you have some kids that is acting out because of, what's going on in the world, get them counseling. It's okay to take counseling. I know a lot of um, people in the black community feel like counseling not good. I've been taking it since 2018. I enjoy it. It, it helps me out a lot. So, um, so definitely take advantage if you have the EAP um, on your job. Get with your HR, and you can take counseling. A lot of counselors today are actually doing it by telehealth, um, where you don't have to come into the office due to COVID-19. So definitely take advantage of it and, and take it. And it'll be no out-of-pocket to you. So next Monday, I'll get it confirmed. Miss um, Kincaid should be back next Monday. And we will be dealing with with issues. If um, if like I said, you can always live chat with us. Um, if you have a question for it, you can send it in in a chat. Let her answer it right then and there. If you want to send a private message, what you can do is um, send an email, and I'll make sure she get it where she can answer the question live on the air without exposing who you are. So you can send an email to who you with, kirkdog at mail.com, W-H-O, just the letter U, W-I-T-H-C-U-R-T-D-O-G at mail.com. So, and if it's a topic you want to talk about, shoot me an email. Let's talk about it. Um, Whatever it may be, um, we could definitely talk about it. And if um, you want to be on the show one day and want to be a guest on the panel, send me an email. We can make it happen. And other than that, I really appreciate everyone for tuning in for this time. I want to give a shout out to... uh, uh, my best friend, um, 
Orion Thomas and his beautiful wife who just celebrated 17 years of marriage yesterday. Uh, young couple. They're younger than me. so And they celebrated 17 years of marriage. See, that's another thing. Marriage counseling. Um, it works. A lot of prayers in marriage. 17 years. I had to go back and count on my finger and toe. Wait, man, have it been that long? Yeah. They got married before I did. So uh, 17 years is a mighty long way. Um, and they are a young couple. So I think they may be early early 40s. So it it works. It works. So uh, congratulations to them on the anniversary. And anyone else celebrating anniversary birthdays uh, this month, um, continue to love each other and and be respectful for each other. So, and um, also, I've said it a couple of times on the show. I want to want to get a couple show where couples can come on the show um, and we can uh, talk about some of the struggles you may have faced in your marriage, regardless of what it is um, and how did you overcome it and go from there. And also, I understand a lot of single people also listen to the show, so I can't leave them out either. If um, if some single folks are looking for a king or queen and would like to come on the show, hey, send me an email. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. And this will be a safe place to do it. And um, you're not in the same place with the person. And, and we're not responsible for anything that happened. But if you want to do like a a speed date or whatever, we can we could do it on the show. Set it up where you can meet the person, be respectful, and find out what you want to know about the person. And from that point, hey, it's up to you if y'all decide to exchange phone numbers or when we get out of off punishment, if y'all want to meet for dinner or anything like that. So. Now, that's what I'm working on trying to get set up. So, until then, um, Thursday, I may come back tomorrow. Not sure yet. Um, uh, depends on what's going on in the news. So, I'll probably come back tomorrow and uh, hit on a couple other things. But until then, I really appreciate y'all for listening today. Uh, send your comments and your ideas in. And we will make it work. Um, I love each and every one of you. Until next time.